They're coming to get you, Barbara. The Fear Central Radio Show. Warning, our content may include spoilers and is intended for mature audiences. Hey, fellow horror fans, welcome to the Fear Central Radio Show. I am your host, Mike, and we've got... Heather. Paul. And Katie. And Heather and Paul sound not the same this time as they did in Halloween. Uh, why? Oh, yeah, what be- do you mean? <laughs> I, I got rid of my cold. Yeah, yeah that's it. I got rid of my cold. Um, and, and, and Paul was has not been kicked in the crotch yes, yes. today. Because I remember hearing Monica, Heather. <laughs> the party, yeah. Yeah. It took me a minute to remember what that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, we do hope that everyone had a fun and safe Halloween and are back with us this week. Yes. Yeah. We're looking um, at you. You know what you did. You know. Glad you survived. Yeah. Jerk. For next year. Right? May not survive next year, though. No. Are we threatening somebody? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> because of what they did this year, they almost didn't survive. But yeah. Next, next year, year they, they might, might not. not. Cool your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually did get some photos up on Instagram. We were just talking about photos, and that's mm. one thing that we are very bad at is taking photos. So our yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. needs to. We need to learn how to do that, so our Instagram gets flooded with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not today. Yeah, not today. Not, not today. today. Not fishy lips. Oh, no, <laughs> this is leftover makeup and hair from last night. So yeah, me a, too. Yeah, now, Heather, see? did you see the creepy photo that I put on Instagram? Mm, which one? The one of me. It was very creepy. Paul sure. was standing there when I took it. Oh, shit. Nah. That was really loud. Holy like. crap. <laughs> was that really loud? It was yes. like popping in our ears. It's Sorry. like we have our own Five Nights at Freddy's in the <laughs> earphones. <laughs> uh, so while she looks that up, uh, this week we decided to... Uh, Talk about the sensitive side of horror. Yeah, while we're telling all these jokes, yeah, we're yeah. gonna get, we're gonna get, we're gonna go for well, the heartstrings. Yeah, we're gonna tug on the heartstrings and maybe shed a tear or two. But mm-hmm. because a lot of bad shit happens in horror movies. Bad shit, absolutely. I have I've long contended that the worst thing a horror movie can do in many cases is to end on a joke or a happy note whenever it's artificial. Like it, yeah. like if somebody. Like if so, if a lot of bad people, a lot of bad stuff happens, people lose a lot of family members, friends, and then like say, okay, we're out of it. I'm happy. We're right. good now. And you just go, no, no. That's not how that works. No, you man. you are going into therapy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, intense therapy for the next five years. You have PTSD. Congratulations, you made right. it out. Here's some pills to calm you down. Have you know, fun I was, with the Xanax. I, I was just thinking Ooh, about. No. <laughs> I was just thinking about a non-horror movie, but it made me think of a particular scene in it. Mm-hmm. It was in uh, Splash. Oh, terrifying! Yeah, I know. Where she was, she was watching. She was watching the western, and she's all crying because she's like, "All these people are dying." Yeah, like what if that had been a horror movie right there? I mean, oh man, you're like, "Oh my god, his head's over there." She'll just stay in the bathtub right. for the rest of the movie. I think that we almost that needs to become like what happens in horror movies now. Because yeah. if we're gonna do young people, uh, most young people don't now don't know how to 
react whenever they're in right. situations. If, it, if it's so, not on my phone, I don't know. So you, yeah, so you need to have people who just shut down whenever yeah. they're in danger. <laughs> well, I thought about making a horror movie where you get, you get that in horror movies from time to time, though. Yeah, I, I do remember. I do yeah, remember those archetypes. It probably needs to happen more often now. It, it annoys the audience every yeah. time. Like yeah. I can always think if I watch a movie in a party setting with like more than like one or two people, and there's a character that I can't handle it. They're all like, ugh. Kill that whiner. God. <laughs> right? Do her first. <laughs> I hope we get a serial killer or tonight. The, you go first. Or the one that the one that wears the heels. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right? the one that kills me. I'm like, dude, wear sensible shoes. Always. <laughs> you knew we were going camping. Yeah. And you we wore, wore the, the stripper hooker, heels. The hooker heels. Hooker heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gets it's me. Tucker and Dale. I know. <laughs> Just watched that the other day. <laughs> Another one we didn't watch for Halloween. I'm oh, no. aware. Which makes me sad. Um, <laughs> hello. Watch we it. Own it. Yeah. You can watch it anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for us, horror movies are kind of an everyday thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're watching at least something yeah. that's got horror in it. Look and, at the and pictures. And oddly enough, it seems like for the last couple of years, every October, I, I get into a Star Trek kick. And I just watch and binge watch Star Trek. And everybody's like, you see this horror movie? I was like, I've seen horror movies. I've seen Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Which one were you binge watching this time? Uh, I finished up TNG and went back to the last couple of seasons of Voyager. Okay, cool. I'm trying to get through one I've never watched all of. Which one? DS9. Oh, no. It's hard, man. I, I, I can't even get past <laughs> the first beginning of season Heather two. has this really uncertain look. <laughs> like, she's like, I don't know what's going on. I did. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm sorry. I no, I, I just don't, I don't do Star Trek. And so that's kind of my thing. Is Chad does, though. Chad does. Chad does. Yes, he loves, he loves it. He loves it. So, yeah. but, uh, I couldn't imagine he didn't. <laughs> but you well, we were talking about the Star Trek, the new the, movie, the, the, the Star Wars, show? What? Or no, Beyond Star, Star Trek Discovery. No, the new movies that they've just oh yeah oh, the, oh, Abrams trilogy oh, yeah. 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 yeah maybe mainly because last night we were stuck in traffic after a horrible accident and um, sabotage came on the radio and he's like I love the Beastie Boys and I'm like. Classical what? music. <laughs> My daddy loves the Beastie Boys as well, so which is really weird. But well, if you're a human, you should love the Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys. I do. I never really got into them after that first album. You're inhuman. I know. <laughs> He's a cyborg. I am. Borg. I am the Borg. Oh, shit. We are the Borg. The hell are you doing? <laughs> I was sitting there she, and my pants were all pulled up and twisted around. So, are you looking forward to your father's Christmas tree? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Did he get a new ornament? Don't you get one every year? Uh, we, we tried to. Uh, we're, they've been really expensive the last few years. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, we normally get him the the new Hallmark uh, mm-hmm. Star, Star Trek, Trek ship because yeah. he, he collects the ships. That's the, he has every one since the 1991. I didn't even know that was a thing. So, I gotta so about this. that's the thing is like her family is so conventional in so many ways, but they have that. We have a galaxy the, tree. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a it's a star. <laughs> yeah, it's all Star Trek on that tree, and one of so the, is the tree broken up into the quadrants. Uh, no, it is not. Oh, okay. One of the ornaments is the scene of the Borg assimilating mm-hmm. Picard, right? Nice. Yeah. And it <laughs> talks. And it talks. Uh, Honestly, it's got Alice Kreej talking on it. pretty freaking cool. It's, it's really... It's I had neat. to look them up. I had, oh, my God. I love this. I love this Spock ornament. <laughs> we do not have Spock. We have it's pretty Riker cool. Picard, Seven of Nine, oh, and yeah. uh, one other one. 
Quark? I wish. <laughs> Don't ask me about those ornaments. There are tons of them. They're, they are the ones that I am. I think, set I think to the inherit. top section should be the Alpha Quadrant and the Beta Quadrant, right? And Delta Quadrant, and Gamma. They gave him elf ears. <laughs> He's That's like cutie Spock. No, these are like Adorbs. these are like almost like uh, lifelike. Yeah, they're quite lifelike. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm not I'll I'm just not a I just it up. I'm just not a Star yeah. Trek girl. Yeah, when Hastings was going out, I kicked myself in the ass for not getting the uh uh 125th scale like Celsius. Oh, yeah. I was like it's Sulu ship. I don't know. <laughs> solution. Oh, oh my. Yeah. I do know who that is. <laughs> uh, you have Facebook. How can you not know who it is? Right? He's <laughs> huge like, on Twitter. He's made okay, himself no, relevant okay, now again. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've never been a Star Trek girl, but I did wa- I did watch the old Shatner ones, mm-hmm. and the Tribbles TOS. are my favorite. I love the Tribble episode. Everybody loves the Voyager Tribble episode when yeah. they go back in time. That's a decent that's, episode. That's what they uh-huh. call my cat, a Tribble. No, not Voyager. <laughs> is it not Voyager? Is it TNG? It was, it was uh, Deep Space Nine. Oh, it is? I get yeah. them confused because yeah. I'm watching Because Worf the went back time. with uh, the, the the chick with the spots that has the... Jedzia. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, they went back and she looked at Worf. She goes, those were Klingons. He goes, it was a different time. It was, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. That, that's what she's involved with. So now, like, she starts telling me things and I'm like, what do you mean Worf came back for another sh- another different show? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think Dorn wasn't done being Worf. No. And, he, he he was like well, something like the eighty movies, episodes. The movie's over. The movies are done, and uh, the, the series is done. Well, how can I continue to be Worf? I'll go to Deep Space Nine. It's kind of interesting. I don't know when he's going to come in because there's like twenty six <laughs> episodes a season, and there's seven seasons. Yeah, I think he and came I'm in later through three. So. I think he came in four, five, six, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. But, I think yeah. it was about the time that they did. Uh, Gen- either generations <laughs> or first contact. Ah, okay. So, don't mind me. I'm just over here doing a little online shopping. She is <laughs> shopping. She's, yeah, she's got a. She's got the mic like crooked and crooked in her arm. <laughs> she's got it wedged in that cleavage. Not exactly. <laughs> so as you can tell, we're very sentimental. This we are week. very sentimental. <laughs> yes. Actually, we were, and then we got jo- into joking, and then we came back like yeah, this. But this is sentimental. It's the Christmas tree. Right. That's very sentimental. Like, my my dad has told me like there are very few things my my dad will be like that's yours when I die and this this the is tree, one of is those it? things yes. yes and all the ornaments okay nice. <laughs> if they were and I have all the boxes still so nice yeah and they all work and I know I've seen over the last couple of years the the, the Star Wars trees yeah you know, with Darth Vader helmet on the top and mm-hmm. the cape I did a halo tree like, last eh, year for Charlie okay. this is like a regular Christmas tree there's yeah. like a star on the top and then it's all the Star Trek ornaments <laughs> but then we have like Snow, star-like snowflakes, nice. all in between to fill out everything else. So mm-hmm. you almost don't need those anymore because there's so many Star Trek ornaments. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's sit, what happened at my middles. house yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it, it got started. I have to start. I got. I'm busy the next. I'm busy this next weekend, and then I'm up. out of town 
for like five days. So. She, she yelled, up she like yelled, 20 trees or something. <laughs> she yelled at me for singing a Christmas he song. He was singing a Christmas song this morning and it does not start Are you kidding me? Until November the day after the f- Thanksgiving. Well, I don't have time. <laughs> you, if just, I start, you just showed us a picture of a Christmas no, 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 tree. No, no, no. If I don't start, if I don't start now and I wait till after Thanksgiving. Me? Here's this. I put this up yesterday. It was, an, it was not kidding me to her. Not to you, to her. Um, but... I mean, if I don't start now, I told Monica, she's like, why are you... She she gave me permission, by the way. My husband doesn't give a crap as long as he doesn't have to do it. Right. Um, so, but uh, I told her, she was like, well, why don't you wait till Thanksgiving? I'm like, we're going to be gone the Friday before Thanksgiving until the day before Thanksgiving, and then we have Thanksgiving, and then we have two more Thanksgivings after that. Yeah. If I start after Thanksgiving, I'll be decorating till Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, ours isn't. We have a tiny apartment, so it doesn't take long to, you know, make it the North Pole. But uh, which is what we do. <laughs> Mike, um, Mike knows my my house. It looks like Christmas threw up because I have Christmas, I have trees in every room. Yeah, yeah. I have one in the kitchen, are. one in the living room, like two each in the, the bathroom. Every door has garland on it with big red bows, and anything I can find that I can get close enough to a light socket has christmas lights on it and yeah personally i don't think i have enough stuff because like my mom she had, needs to come to my house and look right? at my christmas stuff my mom my mom had a thing about snowmen and we went to a church where everybody was like i saw this and i thought of you so here's a snowman so but in my childhood my mom accumulated enough snowmen like figurines mm-hmm. to cover every and i mean every every single shelf cranny every table is full of little I ha- figurines i have that plus i have because i'm kind of a snow globeaholic just fyi if anybody <laughs> wants to get me a gift snow globe you haven't ever looked at the snow globe fantastic by the table um i have one for every holiday and 90 percent of the ones i have are christmas mm-hmm. and i mean i have the expensive gym shore ones and oh, i wow. have it's until yeah. i get you the amityville one that is not going in my house <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening i want to find a really cool cthulhu one That'd be Aww, awesome. Be I want the thing one. And even have like a Santa cap on? Yeah. I want the thing. I found the ornament. I want the really? thing. I want the thing one that lights up. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay. Which so. stage of the thing? It's like, oh, I'll have to find it. Like, is it the the weird flesh mass human or is it the dog? What is it, Mike? I can't remember. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. That's why we have. Anyways, so you know, moving on from Star Trek and Christmas and back to sad. back to um, Thanksgiving, yes. which we're, we're thankful for, I guess, is why we're being so weepy, sentimental, mm-hmm. pains yeah. in the ass. But yeah, yeah, yeah know, we do I mean, nostalgic November, so that tends to happen. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. no shade November. <laughs> oh no, that does not happen in my house. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, those women are like no shade November. I'm like hell no, no I can't uh-huh. go three days because then my pants are itching. Exactly. That ain't happening. Like, I don't know how guys do it with their face. In your, your pants if you're wearing leggings, and, oh yeah, uh-uh. no, 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 no. These no, guys no, are no. going, what the hell? <laughs> the hell? What the hell? Actually, my oldest made that comment. Oh, it's becoming fall. I can quit shaving. And we're like, what? Gross. Uh, it's no. gross. I'm no, sorry. No, it's no. gross. That is that is like just basic hygiene for me. So yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It, it's right there with brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Brush up, brush up, brush up, brush. Then you gotta Sorry. Go, you gotta go get a fitness in the death spa. Oh my god. <laughs> you we watched a trailer for You'll death have spa. to show the oh trailer god. to Paul yeah. and Katie. It makes it's actually it might be a little bit better than microwave masker. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me sad. But don't ever watch Ma- Microwave Massacre before but, you plan on watching Frosty the Snowman. Don't mm-hmm. ever look at it the same again. Ever. Just right. it can't happen. Because one of the voices is no the, guy, the main, oh, the main killer. Yeah, the main killer is the, the guy main from killer is Frosty the Snowman. The voice. And so when he's doing his stuff, it the ma- it <laughs> same actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll have what? to show her. We'll have to find the um, trailer for Michael. <laughs> what are you Masker. freaking out about? The Michael. I like. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> we'll wait till you watch they the movie. Have, those people don't have any other lives than to be Christmas like objects. Like that's what they do. Christmas objects. Well, you just wait till you see this bad boy sociopathic. because um, <laughs> it's Christmas. Paul. You're a Christmas object. You aren't allowed to do other things. <laughs> like Bing Crosby does nothing other than Christmas in my head. Like, probably does coke and whores too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, probably. You know. <laughs> Makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to snowmen. Mm. Wow. Hey, put the dick on the snowman. Chestnuts roasting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you need to do an Al Pacino there. Hot and open fire. <laughs> That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> oh, look, here's a black Santa. I don't need one of those. I'm serious. Look, no, I'm, I'm not being. It's, it really uh, is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. is. It I'm, is. I'm hallmarking it up over here. Cool. I'm all for Santa inclusion. Are, are you looking at hallmark.com? Uh huh. Can you see if they have any ship out this year? Uh, yes. This is they a did. Christmas episode. No. Yeah. no. I will. Oh, I, we've switched to a Christmas episode. No, okay. Okay, so we need to get into our week. Yeah. Okay. We had a subject for this week. Okay, we did, but we get a it's like yeah. you're gonna put a timestamp, Mike. We we shut the fuck up about Christmas. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sad. Oh my goodness! I told you I was over here. Christmas. I was over here online yeah, shopping. Yeah, that's why I asked her. <gasps> okay. Okay. We gotta find how much is it this year? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. After the show, we'll talk. And yeah, see. we'll talk about that. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Dear <laughs> God! Oh my God! <laughs> okay, oh my God. so movies oh God. that we've watched that hit you right in the feels. Right. You, you know, horror movies you're watching and you're thinking death and destruction and you mm. know. The easiest transition we can we could think of whenever we first started talking about it uh, was Stephen King. Stephen King, because we Lord knows we that. don't talk about him enough. Oh, I know, yeah. right? Yeah, but there There's, are several that there are. It, I mean, um, what about what about the end of Pit Cemetery? Absolutely. Yeah. The end? How yeah. about the middle? Well, the middle. One Kate. One Kate. Oh, yeah. Okay, I will tell you, I will tell you, this show is full of spoilers. <laughs> yes. So as if, usual. As usual. So if but you've not seen Pet do, Cemetery. Do not turn. take it with a grain of salt. We'll start mentioning things left and right. And we'll be yes. talking about the scenes in particular that are yes, affected. We will. Yes, Right. Yes, we will. So. But specific spoilers. <laughs> yes, very yeah. specific. But Pet Cemetery. Most, know, of, the, most of these will not be the the ending though, right? Because most of no, them because will be most like, of them are see, in the middle. In the right. one, the one, uh, it was the book for Pet Cemetery that really got me more than when Kate, Gage died was when she came back and put her hand on his shoulder mm-hmm. and 
the way he just explains that whole scene, it yeah. was just like, oh my god! Yeah. See, you found one that got you in the field. It, it, the, <laughs> Look yeah. there. it was the book, not the movie. Yeah, because yeah. it's not dramatic at all in no. the movie. No, like it's, it's menacing. Not. It's so yeah, it's yeah. very sinister. So yeah, but or, the book. Oh my god! Let's yeah. see. The, the thing is, is uh, I'm going to transfer a little bit from King on that. I I will say that the scene the scene that get, the reason that it gets me with Gage is mm-hmm. they've got the whole thing of like him running out too late to the road. Right. You, know, you see Gage. It's real cliche. The the, the, right. the kid's shoe goes flopping in the road. Yeah. And he starts screaming no. But then it like it shows they used actual photos of I can never think of that kid's name. The actor that played Gage. Oh, I don't remember. Um. Anyways. They start showing actual like childhood photo photographs of him, and then like stage photos of the family with him, mm-hmm. and it's like you know flashes of it while he's screaming there. Yeah, that's that makes it a little a little tougher. It's a good touch. Yeah. Um, Michael Hughes. Yeah. Mi- oh, Migo. Yeah. Yeah. Migo. Hughes, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because later, you kind of get the feels for him in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. It, and he looked like maybe he was five years older, like 12 years later. Yeah. <laughs> that kid didn't at, did not age for quite a while. No. He played he, a teenager in Spawn as well. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> photobombed my family at Texas Primary. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, um, transferring from King. Um, Why are we transferring not, from Not King? everybody's a fan of this guy. No. But uh, Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. His remake of Halloween 2 is very hit and miss. And I know I'm going to have to explain this one because I know Mike didn't watch this one. What? The Zombies Halloween 2. I didn't watch 2, no. No. So I at least made it through the first one, though. Halloween 2. Like, I made it through the second one. I can't make it through the first one, but I made it through the second one. The you second did. one was better. Yeah, like, it was. It, it was, really was. It really was. But <laughs> so the the interesting thing they had going on with 2, besides the first 20 minutes being a misdirection because mm-hmm. you thought it was a remake of Halloween 2 and then it wasn't, Yeah, was uh, Annie didn't die in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Right. Like they brought Danielle Harris back. Yeah. And uh, Lori is living with... Dan- with Annie and her dad, which okay. if you don't remember, is Brad Dorf playing right. the sheriff. Yeah, they had all these little great little moments of like them having like bringing in pizza, but they're they both have uh, survived the Michael Myers encounter, so they both got PTSD. Okay, so he's having to manage the household of these hyper hyper dramatic girls. Yeah, and like in the meantime, they're having him do dad jokes and stuff like that. He's like, "Have you ever wondered who who what they mean when they say starving like Marvin? Like who Marvin really is? Yeah. Like stu- stupid dad jokes." Yeah. Midway through the movie, somewhere along the lines, Annie died off camera. Yeah, and they have. Brad Dorf, the father, being the guy that finds her brutally yeah, murdered you. on the floor. And they should have video footage because, you know, Danielle Harris has been on camera since she was a young girl. So they have like In video. Halloween. Yes. And they have video footage of her from when she was like six or seven playing with, I mean, an Academy Award winning actor yeah. crying over flying, like wondering what happened to her. Yeah. It is it. Far more traumatic than Pet Cemetery. Okay. It, it is. It, it gets you right there in the. And, <laughs> and just and like when they're in the bathroom and it with Annie and 
and Mike and Michael like and they were well before they when she pulls her when she finds her and she shuts the door and they're like in there and she's like freaking out and mm-hmm. it's like flashbacks and yeah. you can tell you see and it's just it gets is, you right in the feels it is yes it is horrific it is <laughs> and that's the thing is like when it comes to when horror movies can actually affect you it usually is parent and child we were like katie and i were discussing this yes like what was one of the ones that you immediately brought up oh man uh uh 1408 yeah okay i can see it yeah it was uh, oh especially after she she's there and he's holding her and, and she, she dissolves dissolves that was and the he's exact like, oh my god we talked about yeah oh my god his line there infinitely quotable but not in a good way yeah Yeah. it's like whenever she disintegrates back into dust he's like no you don't get to take her twice yeah Yeah. it's just like yeah that that is like there are a couple of horror movies that made me tear up and Mm -hmm. i will admit that one does it Mm -hmm. heather brought it up we had already talked about it i don't know even know if it's a horror movie but the orphanage Yes. Well, what about the scene in 1408 when he plays the tape and hears the her. wife hears the yeah, little that, girl's that voice? Yeah, that gets you too. And she's just mm-hmm. like... Which you do you do have to qualify. That's one of the endings. There are two different endings. This is true. Mm-hmm. Because I will say, as much as I love the story of 1408, that- the ending was unfilmable. Like, yeah. there's no way you could put that in a movie and makes and it wouldn't work as a film. Yeah. So... What was the was one of the endings where Samuel L. Jackson goes to the, to the funeral, funeral and see, that's the director's I'm, cut ending? Okay, yeah, see that, that one DVD. gets you in a totally different way yeah. because it, yeah, that one's on the Blu-ray. See, when I first I it, hadn't it plays seen, it like it's sinister for a second, yeah. and you go, okay, wait, what? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> see, I hadn't seen the the one where the wife hears it hears until it, yeah. like recently. I'd only seen the, and I kept watching. I'm thinking, no, I know that's the same damn movie. Why is this so yeah. different? And I was it, asking Mike one time. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm like, I know this movie. What is well, it? I had never seen the Samuel L. Jackson see, ending never. until I went back to the Blu-ray and yeah, switched see? to the alternate ending. Well, have you? Have either of y'all read the story or listened to the story? That actually no. was released as an audiobook first, Stephen King reading it. No, no. I need to. Um, I need the ending of it. So, like, they talked about early on, they talked, they had, uh, what is Samuel L. Jackson's part? I should know. He's the concierge. He's the concierge. Yeah, I used to know their names. So, when he's talking to him, they have that long, they have that long conversation in his office at the beginning right. of the movie. He says he talked about. I'll nat- give you he this ta- bottle if yeah. you don't. Stand yeah, there. but he he said he said talked about natural deaths. Right. He's like, well, didn't look think to look into those. There's a lot more of that in the short story Is because it? it's supposed to be anyone that enters the room has long lasting health effects that follow him. So in the story, he starts having like diabetes and like all this kind of like paralysis and stuff like that. Hmm. So like that's the original ending is it's got a whole stuff, bunch of stuff like that. But they also talk about what's featured in both of those endings is that there is a recorded, a recorded conversation between him and his daughter on right. the tape, and they play it a little bit more dramatically. But they're like Cusack's. Cusack or Cusack's family is not involved in the, right. in the book story because it's like held on to by the uh, I guess Tony Shalhoub's part in oh, the okay, movie, okay. the book agent, right? Like he's got it and he's like not releasing it. 
Okay, okay. I so like, it's it's a whole lot of epilogue type stuff that right. would, would not transfer to a film. Yeah. So I understand why they is that like it's top of my Stephen King adaptations, even though I don't really like either ending perfectly. You could almost see this one go towards maybe a series like they tried to do with The Mist. I mean, you could. It would end up being a little bit more like American Horse Horror Story Hotel. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you yeah. would you would get more of that opportunity to expand mm-hmm. on what that that whole ending is. Okay. Yeah. So keeping on King, uh, other dramatic things, obviously Carrie. 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 I think the the scene in that that got me was not her losing it at the after being doused in pig blood Mm -hmm. the scene that got me was when she's in the shower and she starts her period and the girls are throwing the the, very beginning of the movie they're throwing the tampons at her and she just completely breaks down that breaks my heart because being a girl i mean i'm a woman Mm -hmm. we've all been through that what's this you say so <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's it's one of those. It's a female thing. Like unless because if you're in public and that happens, it's like all mortifying. of the sudden it is because then you're like oh, because sh- you don't know what to do. You I mean if you don't have anything with you, you're like freaking out and, and you don't think to like ask if, people, especially and- if you're a young teenage girl who's never had it happen to and they know nothing about it. Right. So you know this it just, this this brings up an interesting question. So Carrie nearly, nearly never got published, and if it didn't, I mean Stephen King might not have become a household name because that was right. his first breakout book. Right. But and his wife, his wife had to rescue it from the trash, and yeah. the reason was was because Stephen King said, "I just don't feel." Qual-. She she said, "You have to finish this. I read it. It's great." And he said, "I just don't feel qualified." I mean, mm-hmm. what do I know about what a teenage girl mm-hmm. goes through? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and you, it it does it it makes. It makes you go back to when you were a teenager and it makes you feel all those feelings of being inadequate or the outsider, you know, because I don't care if you were the most popular kid in school. At some point, you felt like an outsider. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. You've always had that one feeling, you know, I mean, and it just takes it takes you back to those insecure feelings of being a teenager girl where your hormones are raging and you don't know what's going on especially if you didn't have a family that sat you down and said this is what happens this is go, what I oh does. my god John Travolta knows who I am <laughs> yeah yeah so right but uh yeah. See, Katie's she's nodding everything oh, no. I'm saying. She, not, she actually hasn't seen Carrie. I've not what? seen Carrie, but I went through something quite similar mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, is I was very young whenever uh, I became a woman, if you want to call it that. And uh, um, that's how my my fourth grade teacher told my mother <laughs> something oh. had happened. Shark Week. I, yeah. That's what we uh, call it in my I was house. Wearing, Shark Week. Uh, I was wearing Ooh, white uh-huh. shorts and... It wasn't just like a little bit. It ended up everywhere, and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so, I um, I guess I was in junior high, and n- not this. I just happened to be sitting like our our desks were across the room, and they faced each other. The girl sitting directly across from me had on white shorts, and I turned to pick something up, and I just happened to glance up, and I was like, Oh no. So like I got up in the middle of class, I went over and whispered to it. So she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, <laughs> "This is important." <laughs> and so I tell her, and she gets up and she like wraps her jacket around her, and then she goes and tells. And the teacher after class, she was like, 
oh my god i can't believe you actually told her what was i'm like i don't want to be sitting there you know i don't i mean someone needs to tell me this too Mm -hmm. i mean if i'm you know Mm because sometimes you guys don't understand sometimes you just don't even realize that it's no you you don't know Uh -uh. yeah i mean from what i know it's a it's a passive it's a passive occurrence it does it just boom it's there Uh uh-huh you know (laughs) and if you're like me it never was the same time no (laughs) i mean because some people you can set your watch by it other people it's it's like the only way it's similar is if you're on birth control (laughs) the the one thing no mine wasn't even that way really Mm -hmm. yeah i I really don't know why i haven't gotten around to showing katie carey yet because i think she would like it but it will get her in the feels i promise well because they have the extra added story of uh closeted religious background on carrie and yeah yeah i was just gonna say a lot of a lot of the feels come from that relationship with with the the mother mother. yeah yeah hyper lori but the thing is but, but the thing is i think that she would i think that she would be okay with it it's with the religious part because it's not like the way we were raised with no, our religious. It, it's very, it is it's very, it is very abusive yeah. religion. It's, the, it's the world that I saw but didn't have to be a part exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Because right. I knew people. Um, there was a family that uh, went to actually, see, we went to an ultra strict church whenever I was younger. And mm-hmm. then by the time I was in middle school, they had moved to a less strict church, but right. still very conservative. And there was a, an abusive family right. in that church. Yeah. And, and I think because of what I've, you know, heard you talk about, this is not going to be on the same level. I mean, if you'd been in a cult when you were young, it might completely throw you back. But since you weren't, yeah, you know. There was a fact, lot of it that yeah. was... Fun fact, Katie was not in a cult. Actually, Woo! yes. <laughs> Katie my, was in a cult. Uh, in between my freshman year of college and my sophomore year of college, I joined a, not really a cult per se, but it was very cult-like. Um, it was a summer that we went to teach the learn how to teach the world about jesus by working so basically what we did is we got jobs and we spent every day in lecture and prayer and everything else and you didn't you didn't i had i worked i went to work at 6 a.m at mcdonald's for an entire summer every day and we, we heard about McDonald's last week. Yeah, we went we went to bed at like 2 a.m. every night. So mm-hmm. you're running on like four hours of sleep, and I don't function on four hours of sleep. And you do that for an entire summer, and you become a zombie, and you believe anything they tell you, and like, yeah. <laughs> but I still don't think that even your cult experience. <laughs> yeah, I was never. I, I could never do that. I don't oh, like being told what to do. Um, you can ask my husband. I don't like to be told what to do. Um, <laughs> anyways. But I still, I still think she she should watch it. I think it would yeah. be, you know. yeah, less. I mean, less. I don't. I mean, probably less successful. And I don't know if I'm gonna. If, I mean, I know a lot of people love this movie. Cujo is far more emotional than you yes. expect. Whenever you go to sit down to it, yeah. Um, has Katie seen Cujo? She has not. not. <gasps> I think she already knows what the whole movie oh. ends up oh, yeah. focusing so the, on. It's been spoiled the, for me. Especially the tongue swallowing part. Yes. 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 Yeah. Which I mean, the book is far worse than the movie because. Now I will have to say though that that becomes more of a tear jerking kind of sentimental thing once you have kids versus yes. not having them because you're like. Come on, just help the kid. And then well, after you have kids, you're like, oh my God, you do something. Yeah, yeah. well, 
it, or I mean, if you it, have fur it, babies. It, translate, it translates well because, I mean, it's adapted in such a way that you go, well, just get out of the car. Yeah. Like, the, you know, it's a big dog, but it's like, okay, they're stranded. Everybody's dead around them. They're yeah. on the outside of town. Nobody knows they're there. It's right. the 80s. There's no cell phones or anything. You just go, okay, um, yeah. Yeah. They're stuck there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's got serious medical issues. And mm-hmm. okay. I'm sorry. This is very be, helpless. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'd be fighting off some <laughs> oh, rabid <yeah>. dog. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'd be going full. It's a well, big St. Bernard. If, if you guys yeah. had seen me Ooh. Wednesday night, you would completely understand you why know I what, would be. You didn't know what Brie Cujo was? You know what I always picture is a little rat dog. And <laughs> yeah, a Crowley. Because you picture a Crowley. Because, because they keep like saying that baby with Cujo. Like, I pictured him with like uh, with like Yorkie hair. Like <laughs> That's what I pictured. No, no. So. Cujo, Cujo is the epitome of junkyard dog. <laughs> Like oh, he yeah. is, he yeah, is. Look how look how rough he is. I, I mean, know, he kind of right? reminds me of the dog off of Turner and Hooch. Except he's bigger. Like I don't know if it's the way they film him or what, but I he don't, looks he like looks he looks like he's like ten feet tall. He looks he's like he's huge. about one hundred and twenty pounds or something yeah. like that. That's a, well, that it, it would be it, like my Beethoven, dog, right? Yeah, yeah. going crazy. Mm-hmm. Beethoven, Beethoven, <laughs> but um, Beethoven two, Beethoven two, roll over, Beethoven. Yeah, that was the same Bernard. Yeah, it was. He looked pretty good size. Might have just been hit the same dog, just not drooly. Could have been. Could have been. That was one old ass dog if they did Beethoven <laughs> and <Yeah>. Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, what what else? Um, we started in on the orphanage, but then we got sidetracked. Yes, yeah. yes, sorry. The orphanage, which I'm guessing Mike probably hadn't watched because it's subtitled. No. Uh, probably yeah. not. We're going to be doing a massive disservice on spoiling this movie because this movie's epic. It's wonderful. It, so okay, okay, okay. So let's just say I mean to describe what the saddest part of that movie is. It's the very end. It is the very end. So we'll just we'll just preface the movie. We'll just kind of give a synopsis of what the movie is and not the ending because if you haven't seen this movie, you really need to. Because you get to the end and you're like, oh my, why did I just watch that? Because I'm not a chick flick kind of girl, okay, I'm so not either, and I don't like to cry. But the, it, what mm-hmm. nationality is it? It is Spanish. Spanish. Yes. Okay. I, I don't remember if it's Mexican or Spanish mm. on when it was filmed. I, I, I should know who the director is too because he's done a couple other good movies. It feels a little Spanish. J A Bayana. Yeah. Okay, uh, Bayana. So yeah. it's Mexican, actually, isn't it? Uh, it looks to be that way, yes. Yeah. Okay. So the plot of the orphanage is about a couple who no, have... No, no, it's Spanish. It's from okay. Spain. Okay. Yeah. A couple who have a special needs child okay. are moving into her childhood home, which was an orphanage. Okay. Because she wants... She's gotten her husband to agree to help children the way she was helped, and the, like the positive memory she has of this particular facility. They're reopening right. it. Okay. Um, on the eve of its opening, whenever they're having like a big event there, her son goes missing. But you, but you you have to throw in that the son does see imaginary imagine, friends. an imaginary friend. Five uh, of them. Yeah. Of them. Okay. But there's one in particular that yes. the main character, the mother, keeps seeing as yes. well. Which is like if you've seen any of the advertising, it's a little boy with like a burlap sack on his head. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. So Son goes missing. You don't see him again for the rest of the movie, basically. Yeah. Yeah. She like they 
there's like even a one year later at some point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There is. And like they bring in a spiritualist medium trying because she's like getting exhausted trying to find you know to pursue every avenue she can she keeps seeing this haunting stuff so she's convinced that one of these one of the this uh kid that she keeps seeing has led her son away okay um and the is a bit of a mystery going on with a kind of a sinister history that went on with the orphanage as well and that has less to do with the dramatic punch, although it uses the storyline of Peter Pan in a way that mm-hmm. I've never considered before. Yeah. Okay. And it is a. It is hard to think about Peter Pan now after that movie without yeah. thinking mm-hmm. about that read of it. Yeah. So does it get closer to the actual Peter Pan story? It does in a real world context. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. So it's like a shadow drawing kids to be eaten. <laughs> it, sort of. It, it's, it, once you watch the movie, once you get through it, it's hard to classify it as a horror movie after that. Okay. It, is, it definitely is in the beginning. It definitely is. Yeah. It's very suspenseful. And yeah. then by the time they get to what was going on with the kids that the mother and the son kept seeing, yeah. by the time it gets to that... It kind of goes hard line drama from that point yeah. on. And okay. Yeah, because there's a there's a plot twist, yeah. kind of a gut punch plot twist to yes. the end. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So, is it any reminiscent to like Pan's Labyrinth? Um, you know, with with it, her the going inter- into the area. The interesting thing is with that movie, Guillermo del Toro produced it, right? Okay. Guillermo del Toro is one of the most hands-on producers you'll ever have because he actually stayed in the editing room with the director on that movie. So it does sort of feel like a Guillermo del Toro movie. Okay. Okay. And so you can see that you can see his influence in there. Like he was helping out the director along the lines. And yeah, because there was some, there was a couple of scenes in Pan's Labyrinth. You were, you were just like, what? Pan's Labyrinth, I would definitely say, could fit the bill for what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, definitely. And any yeah. of because I mean, the entire point of that movie is sort of like grounding fairy tales to say this is what fairy tales were originally about. They were supposed to tell life lessons, and they were supposed to teach valuable lessons to kids, whether those were good or bad. happy or sad yeah. or right, you mm-hmm. know, bad. Like, you know, the only real monster in the movie is the potential stepfather. Yeah. yeah, the general, yeah. and there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things that are hard to watch in that movie. There are, and people always, you know, people treat it like it's a horror movie, and in general, it really works as period drama, almost right. with some fancy fantasy. Yeah, I was gonna say more fantasy than real horror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and in general, orphanage does sort of have that vibe uh-huh. because it's set. It's set in the past right yeah i think it's set in the 40s seems like it okay yeah <laughs> anyways anyway post war but mhm so which war uh, i think it's world one war, or two world war 2 i think it's after cuz it's set in spain i think it's set after the spanish revolution which happens right after right. world war 2 okay so the interesting thing is this is kind of like led to a trail where i'm thinking about there was a uh, 
definitely a period from like the late 90s to like the late 2000s where we had a whole lot of supernatural drama thrillers yeah and all of those definitely fit the bill on this like dragonfly was never a horror movie in my mind the one with kevin costner right like that one ended up like midway through the movie i knew that i was looking at a drama with that movie and like it got to the end you go yep yep okay i got what this was um spoiling i thought we weren't going to be talking about a lot of endings but spoiling two endings that are very similar jacob's ladder Mm -hmm. and sixth sense which I mean, everybody knows the ending of Six Sense. Yeah, everybody knows the ending of Six Sense. Yeah, dead people everywhere. <laughs> the thing is, is Six Sense gets quoted so much. It does. You don't think about the fact that it's actually fairly dramatic. It really yeah. is. And see, I saw it when it first came out, and then I hadn't seen it since until a couple of weeks ago. It was on, and so I turned it on, and I was watching. I was going. I don't remember it getting so like. Oh, it, it, it all just the, gets the, you. And yeah, I'm with like, uh, who's I hate the movies like this? Me too. Was it Tony Collette that plays the mother? Uh, uh, Kaylee Joel Osment's mother in that no, movie. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I know she's in that uh, schizophrenic Showtime show. Uh, yeah. Schizophrenic uh, Showtime United show. United yeah, States of Terror. Oh, yeah. it's Tony Collette. <laughs> yeah. The, the scenes at the end whenever she's like at the end of her rope because she th- feels so helpless as her, as the, uh, as the mother and everything like that is like that gets that gets right there yeah. like it is real dramatic yeah. and then you know Bruce Willis has to let go yeah yeah and yeah. just like okay um but honestly the scene that always felt dramatic to me in that movie was the first girl they help out yeah they're at the wake of the I was girl. Gonna, yeah. I was going to say there was a funeral. Yeah, their funeral scene. Yeah. Because like the girl, they, they find the video that she had left the camera running and her mother was poisoning her in like a Munchausen yeah. syndrome type thing yeah. or whatever. And they're like, show it to the father in the wake or whatever. Just like, just leaving it in that moment where he's just staring at her like yeah. with tears in his eyes. It's just like, oh, Ooh. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, you, I don't you're like not that. coming back from this. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So that one, that that one gets you. Oh. Yeah. See, I was kind of the same way with. Uh, I just said it a minute ago before we started. Um, Kevin Bacon. Oh, a stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Yeah. Because um, it, it seems very creepy and everything as the film goes along. And then once mm-hmm. you get to towards that end and you see what actually happened to her, why she's doing what she's mm-hmm. doing, you're just like, oh, my God, who well, could do that to someone? Well, it's I mean, that one's a Richard Matheson book. So it's written by the same guy that did Somewhere in Time and uh, What Dreams May Come. So, yeah, oh, he, does, he does drama. I yeah. don't think I've ever <laughs> seen, had a horror movie do to me what, what Dreams May Come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's just flat out I, 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 yeah i don't know if it's if it's a story or if it's the way robin williams portrays it it's just it's just like oh, i can't stop crying hell's pretty horrific in that movie yeah yeah but um, i'm trying to think there was one i was gonna talk about i've got one okay. uh, it's a supernatural drama uh it's called the awakening um, it's oh, yeah, 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 possibly yeah. one of my very Rebecca favorites. Hall from uh, Prestige stars in it. Yes, this is a, the the that's the one where she's the uh, uh, medium medium buster. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It's sort of Harry Houdini type. So is thing. it just me or does she and Monica kind of look like they could be sisters? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I watched it. I was like, wait a minute. What did Monica start acting? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's actually in possibly my favorite movie of all time. And I probably get a lot of guff as a film fan for this, but I love The Prestige. Like, I, can, see, I didn't see that one. I can watch that movie all good. the time. That's the one with... Uh, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale Christian and Bale, Michael yeah. Caine because it's a Christopher and Nolan film. Out about the same time. And David Bowie as Nicholas Tesla, which okay. Nikola Tesla, which is awesome. Those are based on magic, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, yeah, they're it's, magicians, yes. It's about obsession. Came out about the same time as The Illusionist. It's far better than The Illusionist. Oh, yeah, okay. Much better. <laughs> much better. <laughs> I think I've seen part of it. It's it's one of those that you you can't look away for a second, and uh, yeah. like you have to be glued in. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's, it's it's a suspense movie good. the first time you watch it, and a drama the second time. Oh, it, okay. it's it's a it's a rip your heart out kind of drama the second uh-huh. time you watch it. Yeah, but you were talking about Rebecca Hall; she plays Christian Bale's wife. In oh, it, okay. And when it gets to what's going on with her in that movie, like the mo the moment I the reason I she Katie even saw The Awakening is because I was just surfing around Netflix. And I'm like. Oh, the wife from the Prestige. Yeah. Because, Let's watch this because she's really? she rips your heartstrings oh, out at the end yeah. of, at the end of good, that movie. She's really good in the Awakening. Yeah, yeah. she's oh, pretty. I, I mean, she weekend. was also in the town. She yeah. was really good in that too. I didn't watch that one. It was Ben Affleck. Affleck's <laughs> <laughs> a good director. I'll give is him he? that. Yes, he's a good director. Argo is amazing. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed Argo. Um, but yeah, there there are certain key moments. I mean, you find out about. You know the guy in his in his leg or you yeah. know whatever, and, and now it's kind of like that's oh. horrible. And then her pining for her lost love. Yeah, um, that's that's hard. She almost tries to drown herself. Yeah, I think point. that's the hardest scene. Um, like so she's suicidal. Like you, like that's how broken mm-hmm. she is at this point, and uh, it's 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 hard. And then yeah. uh, she winds up. I'm not. There's a familial thing that happens in the end i'm not gonna spoil it but um it's it's very touching and you didn't know one yet i think i've started it it's one of those ones that it's, i put on while it's I'm sort at of it almost you start watching it and i'll be honest since you've seen the orphanage it sort of feels very samey and okay. a british a british sense yeah to that right. movie. it's very right. british yeah uh, but it's just like you at first you're like um did they remake the orphanage? But it goes its own way, right? There, for me, there, I'm sitting here and I keep thinking, and I'm thinking of three that really got me in okay. the feels. Really got me in the feels, and one was the mist, the yes. very end of the mist. Yes. Oh, my gosh, oh yes. god. Um, another one was fragile with Callista Flockhart. Okay. Um, she's a nurse in a children's hospital yeah and okay. yeah if you haven't seen that one go watch it that was one of those i had just had surgery and i was stuck <laughs> on the couch watching horror movies and i had to watch it three times before i was like are you kidding why am i watching this <laughs> <laughs> so bad. and um oh geez the third one just went out of my brain Crap. Oh, there it is. I see it. <laughs> well, I wish you would tell me what it is, because um, I got one. Uh, this is a Stephen King, uh, Dreamcatchers. I love Dreamcatcher. Uh, yeah. What got What well, got to you in that one? Okay, so their their friend is Duddits. Duddits. That I Duddits. I Duddits. Donny Osmond or not Donny Osmond. Wow. Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Wow. And he. I would watch the either version. It would have been fine. And like. 
<laughs> yeah, because he's like super selfless and like it's me, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ooby Ooby Do. Mm-hmm. What to do? Yep. I don't know. I could I, I could kind of see that until he transforms into an alien. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> up until that point. <laughs> yeah. I like Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher Dream is sort of... It is a complete, like, everything but the kitchen sink Absolutely. approach oh, yeah. to a story. It's just like, oh, yeah. uh, they, got, they got a friend who's, an, who's a savant, and he's magical, and there's a little bit of stand by me, yeah. and yeah. there's some body snatchers. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan Freeman with his eyebrows. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of that film is uh, when they go into the mind and it's all the, the shells. The mind palace? Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Uh, I could, like, we were started watching because I hadn't seen it in years and my cousin insisted you know, like, that Katie would probably like it. And when like we started watching it and the moment it got there um, because we're avid Sherlock, Sherlock watchers oh my <laughs> it was like oh crap he has a mind palace. I'm like Katie's on board for this movie now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and she was like <laughs> mind palace. <laughs> because they never show the inside of Sherlock's mind palace. He uh, just goes into the mind palace. So it's interesting to see what they portray as a mind palace. Right, right. <laughs> a really disheveled library storage. It looks like the archives <laughs> upstairs at the museum. So. Okay. <laughs> Only less organized. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. 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 You were starting to say something. We, I was. Yeah. When? Uh, like 10, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> unfortunately, you got sidetracked. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. Makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't think there's been a horror, classified horror movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you remember? I do. She come back in here dancing. Uh, we'll let we'll let Mike finish his thoughts. Yeah. Um, that has ever done anything to me like like what dreams may come or regarding Henry or you know any of those types of films. Watch the orphanage. The Green Mile. <laughs> I love the that Green Mile. I hate too. that movie. I love the Green Mile. It's a great movie. Awful. Which part? <laughs> what? The she whole did, thing? Did you don't like John Coffee's, but I, like I, the drink, but it was spelled different? The thought, interesting thing is getting Katie to talk about the subject at all because she hates dramas. I do. Oh. Like, yeah. they, they can, if they are tearjerker dramas, I will, like, not watch I will it. never show her what dreams may come. That would. That would be will, that would yeah, be a threshold. Like yeah. no, nope. it'll be a river. <laughs> yeah. I turn into a river and <laughs> I can't. I can't you, handle. You that. get to systematically see the entire family die. Like, yeah, I have, just, <laughs> I have two rules: no dramas. The the or three rules. Three rules: the dad and the dog. The dad and the dog. Yeah. <laughs> see, I don't like dramas either. And Monica's always Monica Dads and, and dogs are, aren't allowed to die. Monica oh, and Julia okay. always want me to watch like. Nicholas Sparks movies. I'm what? like, no, <laughs> no, no. watch that. I love you guys, but y'all watch those together and leave me out of it because I've, I've no, come, I don't I've enjoy come, that. No, I don't want to like, cry. See what you started. <laughs> I've come up with a good theory, like the way that Nicholas Sparks can actually write a story that'll surprise everybody. Yeah, is they that, all die? No, and not make us sick. No, it gets it gets, <laughs> it gets through it gets through the entire story, and then instead of one or the other or both of the uh, people in love dying, 
everybody else dies like an apocalypse scenario happens oh, yeah. only two people that live even better they like go through all the struggle they have to to like be together, like a giant monster be eats together them. and then it has like a two weeks later and they're, they're done they're, with they're, each they're other. not speaking <laughs> they're just like, yes. or a giant alien monster comes out of the sky and just come eats them both and it's like, yes! like Cloverfield no yeah, that, something like that yeah that would be amazing <laughs> you, it would like have a Nicholas Sparks movie and then the last shot is them both like sneering at each other and calling each other bitch. <laughs> the notebook too, but, right? They go, like the last thing you see is uh, one of their profiles, and they go over to it's the single. other one and un- no, unfriend them. Unfriended. <laughs> You're unfriended. Okay, so running to the restroom completely re- reminded me of the movie I was talking about. Mike, okay. can you tell me what it is? We already talked about Dreamcatcher. No, so. no, no. Maybe it's a it's the scene that happens in the bathroom of this movie. It dark water. Oh, oh dark Ooh. water. Okay, dark water. Yeah. yeah, dark water gets. You've never seen dark water. I yeah, I I've oh. seen both versions. Have you seen both see versions? What I, mean? Yeah. I mean, there's I've that seen one the Jennifer scene, Connelly one, but the one they're, they're very similar. They're very samey. I the, think I think Hideaki and O directed both. Okay, the 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 one where where she's got the daughter i don't want to spoil it oh well that, the hell that, i'm going to that, anyways that is actually based on some truth because i've seen yeah. news articles about a girl um, that was schizophrenic okay, so they move into this apartment in a, uh-huh. this woman and her daughter move into this apartment after a divorce well it's kind of run down and gross well turns out it's it's haunted by a little girl well the little girl is trying to kill the daughter so that jennifer Connelly <sighs> can be her mother and there's one scene where the girl's in the bathroom and she's got one of those like slide shower doors and it starts to fill up and it's going to drown the daughter and she's like beating on it take me no take me and yeah it gets you like she yeah i can't Mm -hmm. every time i'm like oh damn it but yeah so being in the bathroom that's what reminded me of dark water yeah I just thought of, I just thought of the other one we were talking about. There's one movie that hits you in the feels both ways, oh, good God. and bad. Oh lord. Okay. Um, Spring, which gets, it gets classified That's as a so horror good. movie, but it, it. Chris watched it. It's. I don't think I've seen that one. So, the opening of it's almost like a modern day. Faulkner or Hemingway story. Katie just looked at me like I killed her dog <laughs> <laughs> when I said I had very seen good. It. The it's, look it's she it's gave very me. Good. It is very good. We own it. So like, the, yeah. we'll show the, it to you sometime. The, okay. the the movie begins with a son attending to his mother on her deathbed. Oh lord! And it goes, it goes, like it goes completely contrary to what you expect this movie to be. Okay, because. She's like apologizing because he hasn't gotten to live his life because he's like in he's his twenties. He's like in his twenties or something like that, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's been having to take care of her with a long-term illness and everything. Mm-hmm. She dies. He gets in a fist fight, and the cops are coming at after a him at a bar. And the cops are coming after him because he he, he went like on that. Nicholas Cage con air on some guy. Cool, yeah, yeah and. Isn't that uh, bad? 
Well, the guy was an asshole. Oh yeah, and he had it coming. But, <laughs> well, yeah, but, uh, you know, but uh, he got cagey. Instead of sitting there and waiting for punishment, he hops a plane and goes to Italy, and he slums it. Like lives in a hostel, gets works to work on an orchard, and then he meets the girl of his dreams. And the girl kind of has some issues, and Uh-oh. that's the reason you end up in the horror thing. Uh, okay, uh, and. At it the hit. same time, there's a creature that's attacking people. Oh, um, Cloverfield. So. Yeah, and it's not Cloverfield. <laughs> it is so bizarre. I don't. I almost don't know what to say. Like as you, far you as spoil it if you tell anything else. Like, don't, but it don't spoil it's, it. It hits you. It hits you dramatically initially, and then it like it's one of the only like classified horror movies like like there's a few of them that but has a happy ending it, it leaves you with a smile on your face you're just like that was sweet yeah <laughs> okay really cool. okay yeah <laughs> there was one more that i don't know i know mike has not seen it because it is subtitled um okay we'll go to one more it's i want to i want to say it's called elise, elise otherwise i'm gonna cry um <laughs> It's it's about um this woman who has a daughter mm-hmm. and she's <laughs> Oh hold on, we got Cujo over here. Hold yeah, on. Baby Cujo over there. Baby Cujo's getting all crazy. Yeah. So yeah, um yeah. this and it's a college kid and she takes the job as a babysitter yeah. for a child that you know she thinks is well it turns out that the child is an actually actually an adult with a childlike mind and she like murders everybody and she loses it and murders her mother and murders it, it'll get you and it's in spanish mm-hmm. huh. from spain, sounds very similar to one called jacob that i saw um, that is one thing like that is one thing that should be mentioned um, every country kind of has a different feel whenever you get into the horror yes. genre. Yeah. Yes. And Spain. They like to get you right, right there. They're, and and dark too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do some sinister shit. Yeah, like, they do. The nameless is the nameless will hit will wreck you if really? you watch that movie because I I haven't brought it up just because it, it's a little in depth on the plot to talk about that one but it's thrown by the same guy that did Darkness that movie with Anna Paquin oh yeah okay yeah and it like if you remember that for a PG thirteen movie that movie's pretty damn sinister yeah. actually and Nameless is the same way huh. and it also is a mother losing their child type plot and it's got all this kind of spider webbing plot lines that go everywhere right and it is dark as hell and sad and you just go okay oh. i'm done <laughs> okay <laughs> the movies that make you go oh mm-hmm. um oh. and that's the thing is like the, the reason i even like it, i'll admit if you dislike this podcast this one was my idea on the on the on yeah, the con- on, on the blame. topic hashtag blue paul yeah hashtag except blame except all the christmas talk wasn't my idea so it got to um the, the reason i th- think about it is whenever people qualify horror movies like the people that don't understand them think that they only hit you one way that right. they're like right. they're, oh, they're just like scary and I don't like to get scared or but, they're just there's just a lot of blood and guts and yeah, yeah. But you get Tucker and Dale versus Evil and that movie that movie's delightful or yeah. Shaun of the Dead it or, is delightful yeah. I mean, yeah. they just <laughs> absolutely and I mean but contrary you could have something like Carrie or right. any of the movies we've been talking about yeah and it's just like so you it can hit you in a whole variety of ways and it actually is a good it actually is a good medium 
for like perfor- actors performance oh, yeah. and everything and that's why you get a lot of a-list actors that come from starting in horror films well, and, mm-hmm. and and a lot if you know a lot of the movies that get you in the feels i mean other than the stephen king ones and stuff are um foreign movies that like the host <laughs> yeah the train to busan those both get you and you get to the end of the host and it, you, if you are not in tears, you are heartless bastard. That one, it, I mean, that one's a right hook because you don't expect it because you get to the end and you think it's going to be one thing, and then you look and it's like I, I briefly what? remember them saying they would remake that movie, yeah. and I can't imagine it. Like no, no American no. audience would accept no, the ending no, of that movie. They really? Yeah, it is. You, a, it is. It I is so. It is so. It is so like contrary to what you expect. Yeah, you just get through that. You just get through it, and you think you know where the plot is going because yeah. like they've set it all up this way, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Got then it, it gets to the ending. It gets to the ending couple of scenes, and you go, what, what the, the hell? <laughs> okay, I will have to say, I did one of those quizzes online the other day. Oh uh-huh. lord! We'll take a scene. Can you can you name? The movie from just a mm-hmm. shot of the film. The only one I missed. The only On the horror one? question I missed. It was a horror test. Okay. Was the host. <gasps> yeah, I got all of those correct. That all the 82 only one of I missed. them. What was the shot for the host? Was I it the creature? I don't remember. No. No, it was the little girl when she's down in the tunnels. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, like, the only things that people really recognize from that would probably the be... opening where the thing... Yeah, emerges out of the channel. Yeah. 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 That seems to be, like, the most popular yeah, scene. Yeah, no, this one's movie. one where she's down in the... Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a... If you like creature flicks and you don't mind subtitles, that's a it's great, great South Korean movie. It's yeah. great. <laughs> okay. Well, are we all sad? Yep. No. I, I think part sad. of the reason that, that Paul brought this up, because he was like, well, it... It was becoming fall, and we're falling back in time this week, and and all this stuff. Honest, honestly, it's because what Katie said. She said, "Well, this is nostalgia November for us." Right. So mm-hmm. it's like that's sentimental, and that yeah. was where it came through. But see, you also think you know, you, you got you got the leaves dying outside, and and it's getting cooler, and mm-hmm. it's a time to kind of do those. Oh my God! Those I got the mom and pop that's just pop in my head. What? And the sky is gray. And the sky is gray. That's what popped in my head when you were saying that. Okay. <laughs> well, I've only just begun. <laughs> oh God! No. So we've referenced uh, songs that were in Conjuring and 1408, and oh, and the Mouth of Madness. And the yeah. Mouth of Madness. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I think that's kind of where it came. Where, where some of it might have come from, you know. Um, because it is fall and it's 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 a somber time, you know. As we move into winter, which then becomes a happy time because it's all what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Yeah, cheery. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Well, hell, Some, if we don't cheer it up, we're gonna be all depressed because it's cold forever. and not do anything. We'll all be on Prozac. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, baby Cujo? <laughs> You don't know, do you? Oh, there you are. Okay. So, yeah, there we go. Some uh, feels for you. If you haven't checked out any of these, I I, I really need to get over the uh, whole subtitle thing, but it just takes me forever to read. Here's the sometimes thing. I have to stop it and pause yeah. it, and, yeah. and then I lose the momentum of the film. Not in the host. You won't lose the really? momentum in the host. You can pause it okay, as so you need if, it. Okay, so if I had to pause it, the orphanage, 
mm-hmm. could I lose the feeling or the momentum of the film? What you need to do... She doesn't do subtitles, and she's watched it. I, I It was pretty easy to I, get I'm through. just a slow uh, reader. Okay, here's, I am a very slow reader. Here's the I thing. We need quickly. to... We need, If we're going to watch a subtitled one with Mike, we all need to be doing it so that the fast readers in the group can read the text. Out loud? Out loud. They can do that. You know, yeah. I mean... So Everybody uh, gets it, a part. <laughs> yeah, right? To perform it. Yes, we will perform that it. That might ruin the tone of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> but you see what I mean? Like sometimes the when Chad and I are fine. watching, the orphanage maybe not. Mommy so not. Much. Yeah. Gonna, so you are going to do like a Rocky Horror thing for the orphanage? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Be out in god. front of the screen. I don't know it? that there's a way to make that it campy. No. Campy. Cool. No. No. So. Anyways. One more English language. Sorry, I'm not throwing it in the, the throwing it in on the end. But this movie is hyper emotional and really belongs in this list. Okay, The Descent. Oh yeah, that is pretty emotional. That yeah. is a very emotional movie with a whole lot of like especially, buried especially secrets you have, of yes. friends and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. And then and it can also get real emotional if if you know you experience any of the claustrophobias or anything. Well, I mean, the movie starts with her, with the main character losing her husband and son in that car wreck. Right. Mm. And That's then true. there's a whole lot more going on in the background. Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's betrayal and there's, oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Almost forgot right. about that one. Well. The solid one. So there we go. Sad movies for you to check out uh, if you haven't. If you know of one that gets you in the feels, mm-hmm. uh, let us know over on our Facebook, our Instagram, or Twitter. And I will tell you that the, or ones, Tumblr. the ones that get us in the feels are, are pretty get you in the feels because we only have one feeling apiece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you know, yeah. that's all we have. That's yeah. it. We just have that one feeling. So. Yeah. And check us out. Just find us on the web. Yeah. At fearcentral.net. We're everywhere. Fearcentral.net. Like I said, send us a message over on our uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. And Tumblr. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got all those. Uh, Subscribe to us. Keep coming back for new shows every week. Yes. You can do that on iTunes. Spreaker. Spreaker. Dot com. uh, Google. iHeart. Google Play. Is it Google Play or Google Listen? I can't. I don't want my I phone. It, I have it, to go to Google Listen to well, get to a, it. It's a Google Play store is yeah. where you find oh, okay. everything. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. iTunes, Google, uh, iHeart, Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's... That should... I think that covers iHeart everything. iHeartRadio. Yeah. yeah. iHeartRadio. Yep. Um, we're everywhere. We're pretty... Yeah. We're getting out there. Oh. Amazon Alexa. You can oh, listen yeah, to us there. Yeah, that's right. Find yep. us on Alexa. Through Spreaker. Through yep. Spreaker. Um, and then, you know, if you like what we're doing, want to see us bring more and more and more and more stuff in the future, you can uh, go over to fearcenter.net and click on become a patron. Mm-hmm. And then you can, uh, as low as a, a dollar a month, you can just help us get to where we can get bigger and better equipment and maybe get some, you know, special guests uh, even through the phone. Yeah, you know? and we also toyed with some original content. Not yeah. just, yes, we did. Not just the talk format. Get some yeah, stories get to some you. S- and yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. Get some stories and and all kinds of different stuff. So uh, just go on over to FearCentral.net, click on Become a Patron. It takes you right to the page where you need to go to click on that and get you started. Um, but that's our show for this week, and we hope you had a great and safe Halloween, and you have a great rest of the week. And as always, stay scared. Fear Central is a product of Thoughtbox Studios. Copyright 2017. For more information, visit thoughtboxstudios.com.